Well, howdy y'all. Welcome back again to the back porch. This is episode number 41 of Once Upon a Time in Texas. I am your host, Mike Mitchell. As you can tell, my voice is a little different because, you know, it's been raining a little bit lately. Like I talked on the last podcast a little bit about getting over five inches here at my house. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, Texas does get seasons uh, a lot of times. They're in the same week. Sometimes they're in the same day. And so uh, the problem is it confuses a lot of our trees and weeds and grasses. And so uh, we get the joy of having, you know, allergies. Kind of a lot. <laughs> so, so here I am. I know I sound like I've got a little bit of a cold, and maybe I do. I know I'm a little bit on the uh, snotty side. So uh, anyway, what do you guys think? of part one of this. I, I hope that you guys are excited about listening to part two about the Texas Trails Regions program. Um, I, I like it. It's all stuff that I didn't, uh, I, I, most of it I didn't know before. <clears throat> so just as a quick reminder, this was kind of based um, around some stuff that they did for the World's Fair in 1968. Um, the Hemisphere 68 was held in San Antonio. They've still got a really cool park down there. Um, and the Texas Department of Transportation um, created these 10 650 circular mile regions or trails that encompassed regions of the entire state. And so it's kind of interesting and also maybe a little sad, I guess, that they pretty much after the fair the World's Fair left, it was like, man, all right, well, we're kind of done with that. And it just got shelved. Nothing else was really done with it until the Texas Historic Commission comes around and they decide to adopt the trails as their heritage trail program. And so I think it's super cool. The idea is <clears throat> to, uh, you know, I guess kind of bolster the economy some, get people out um, kind of give them a purpose for their uh, meandering or wandering across the state. Um, but places can apply to be on uh, one of these heritage trail um, regions or just basically on the trails. And so there's all kinds of cool crap. I mean, it's just, it's really cool. I love it. Of course, we've already talked about the Texas Forts Trails uh, or Trail. That's where I got the idea was being at Fort Belknap a couple of weekends ago with my son. And so uh, since then, I've also gone camping again. Um, my daughter, who is the lodge chief for the local Order of the Arrow um, Lodge, which the Order of the Arrow or OA is um, oh, the Honored Camper Society. I'm going to get into that here in a minute. So this time we're going to hit on the next five heritage trails region but before of course as always i want to thank our sponsors me and american mortgage company i know there are tons of people moving to and in texas and of course now oklahoma because i'm licensed there and i know a lot of y'all do too so let me help them out i'm an independent mortgage loan originator working with american mortgage company and uh, i basically i mean long story short i help people finance their dream homes it's a tough job sometimes, because let's be honest, um, nobody really wants what I'm selling. <laughs> uh, 
maybe that's a bad attitude, but but it's true. Everybody wants the house, nobody wants the mortgage. But you know what? Most of us don't have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars laying around, and if we do, we probably don't want to go spend it on a house. And so it's all good. That's where I come in. <clears throat> I help y'all finance what you need to finance. I try to do it faster, cheaper, and easier than anybody else. Um, I was a teacher for five years, so I like to educate people. Uh, my wife and I's first mortgage was actually uh, not a great experience. Um, you know, I, I don't want to name any names, Wells Fargo, but um, it, it wasn't a good experience. And basically, we kind of got stuck with a lot of stuff that we really didn't need, and we could have also gotten some assistance. Um, but our mortgage loan originator at that time, our loan officer, uh, apparently didn't care much. We were just numbers to her. And uh, so, yeah, we just we got put on the books and then didn't have a great experience. Uh, my second mortgage was actually done by a friend of mine from high school, um, which was great. She helped us out a lot. The process with her was wonderful. But it was with another large bank that I won't mention, Chase. And, uh, you know, they uh, just dealing with them on the back end was just absolutely terrible. But for that loan officer, if you listen to this, uh, thank you for everything you did. Uh, it was good, very educational, learned a lot from you, and part of the reason why I got into the business. So anyway, if you want to be educated on loans a little bit, if you're new to the whole getting a mortgage, if you just don't know the process, man, I'm your guy. If you know somebody that's like that, send them over my way, themichaelmitchell.com, T-H-E, michaelmitchell.com. Would love to help them out. I love helping people finance their dream homes, and I love helping them understand the entire process and trying to make it as fun as it really can be. All right. So like I was saying a minute ago, went camping this last weekend too. So the weekend before I was at Fort Belknap, this weekend we went out to Camp Perkins <clears throat> or Perkins Scout Reservations, which is near Burke Burnett, Texas. It's been a Boy Scout camp since the 1940s. I can't tell you how many days and nights I've spent out there, but it's, it's a bunch. Been out there a bunch. We used to have Boy Scout summer camp out there. But anyway, uh, this weekend, like I said earlier, uh, the Order of the Arrow, Wichita Lodge 35, put on a camp out for all the troops. Uh, cool thing about that is my daughter is currently the Lodge Chief for the Order of the Arrow. She is the second female Lodge Chief here. And, uh, you know, barring any big incidences, she will be the first full-term female Lodge Chief. Um, the other female Lodge Chief ended up leaving partway... Um, partway through her term because she got a job opportunity to go work at Florida Sea Base, which is a, another Boy Scouts of America high adventure base down in Florida. And so you can't really blame a gal for doing that. And so she went down there, had a great time. Uh, she's back here now. She's married, um, has a kid. Great, great lady. And so um, anyway... So, yeah, she was, uh, you know, my daughter was putting on this camp out and just basically wanted the troops to come out and have fun, and we did. So, like I said, it's the Honored Camper Society of the Boy Scouts of America. 
it is based, as you can imagine, around service to others, service to troops and to Boy Scouts as a whole, and it has a lot of Native American themes. The most interesting thing is if you're also a Mason, which I am, um, it also has a lot of uh, Masonic themes, kind of the way you go through uh, all the stuff that you have to do, some of the memorization you have to do. Uh, is very, very, very Masonic in nature. And it turns out the guy who started the Order of the Arrow, a guy by the name of E. Erner Goodman, <clears throat> um, he was a big Mason. <laughs> so basically, Order of the Arrow was kind of Masons for kids in the early days. So anyway, if you were a scout, man, tell me about it. I'd love for you to drop me a line and say, hey, I was a scout. Uh, I'm thinking about trying to put together an uh, alumni camp out, um, out at Camp Perkins. Basically, you know, if you're an adult and you want to come out and play, uh, camp on the ground, you know, shoot 22s and bows and arrows and all that stuff again. Uh, thinking about putting a weekend together for that. All adults, no kids allowed because we don't need that. <laughs> so anyway, so... Back to this Texas Heritage Trails Museum. I'm sorry, Texas Heritage Trails Program. So the Texas Historical Commission picks it up in the mid-90s. Uh, in 1997, the legislature charges the Historical Commission with creating a program, and they find it in these 10 scenic driving trails and the regions they cover back, you know, from back in 1968. <clears throat> and so they've developed the program a lot more over the years. And uh, again, it started with the Texas Forks Trail officially in 1998. And then they added all these other trails, I guess, over the subsequent years because they earned the Preserve America Presidential Award in 2005. They got some grants. Anyway, it's a cool deal. So I want to hit the next five, because you already heard about the first five. Uh, now we're going to hit on the second five. So the first one we're going to hit on, or I guess number six, is the Texas Plains Trail. So this is what it says on their website, uh, texastimetravel.com. Thanks what it was. Enjoy the rugged beauty and shimmering sunsets of the Texas Plains. Miles and miles of short grass prairie gives way suddenly and unexpectedly to spectacular canyon vistas as you cross this 52-county region that covers approximately 50,000 square miles, one of the last parts of the continental United States to be permanently settled. The Texas Plains have been occupied for millennia. More than 12,000 years ago, the Clovis people, the earliest known residents of North America, roamed this land, hunting the ancient bison and the Colombian mammoth. In time, the Apache and Comanche nations came, followed by Spanish explorers, cowboys on the free range, and finally homesteaders seeking opportunity in a new place. So just real quick on the Clovis people thing, I did read a book um, called 1491. Basically, it's kind of the history of the United States previous to Columbus arriving here. 
and uh, it's a pretty fascinating read. Um, there are some things in there that I think are maybe a little questionable. Um, so, you know, do your own research on it. But overall, it's it's a pretty solid book. I mean, it's pretty thought-provoking with the idea that um, Native Americans aren't Asians that just came across the Bering Strait hundreds of thousands of years ago and then migrated south. The whole idea of the book and kind of the whole premise of the book, if I had to sum it up, is basically that, you know, there are a few cradles of life, obviously, uh, you know, in the Middle East, uh, Mesopotamia, um, obviously the Aboriginal people in Australia, um, Asian, and then, of course, now the Americas. And so... It's a really interesting read. It goes in depth as to why they think it was another cradle of life. Um, and basically mankind just, I don't know, popped up here. And so it's kind of cool. Anyway, so back, sorry, kind of got on a tangent. Back to the Plains Trail region and it's 50,000 50, square miles. So the sites in the region include the Panhandle Plains Historical Museum in Canyon the city of Amarillo, the Buddy Holly Center in Lubbock, the Comanche Trail Park in Big Spring, the city of Lubbock itself, um, the Alabates Flint Quarries National Monument in Fritch, and of course the Cadillac Ranch in Amarillo. I've been to a few of those. Man, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I don't know, as many times as I've been to Big Spring, Texas, I don't know that I've been to the Comanche Trail Park. Huh, I don't know, I need to check that out. All right, so that's uh, that was pretty short and sweet, but that's the way it is on their website. So, uh, but lots of cool places to go check out. Um, it's kind of a high lonesome out there. You get into the Cap Rock also, kind of out around Amarillo and Lubbock. It's, man, it's just cool. It, it really is. All right, so number uh, seven on our list is the Texas Hill Country Trail region. And again, it says rolling hills and sparkling rivers, creeks and springs have been drawing people to the area we now call the Hill Country for thousands of years. Now you can discover our rich heritage and storied history too. Our region embraces the rich history of our forefathers who struggled to bring the traditions and crafts of their ancestors to a new land. They were full of hopes and dreams and the energy to make them happen. We are fortunate many people labored to preserve that past and we welcome you as you discover the history, the culture, and the beauty that is the Texas Hill Country Trail region. Very eloquent. So sites in the region include the state capital in good old Austin, Texas, the town of Comfort, the Heritage Museum of the Texas Hill Country in Canyon Lake, not to be confused with Canyon, Texas. Canyon Lake is actually far away from Canyon, Texas. The city of Llano, uh, Longhorn Cavern State Park in Burnett, which is awesome. You get a chance to go there. It's awesome. The Lukenbach Dance Hall, which is officially in Fredericksburg because of its address, 
but technically it's in Lukenbach. You know, I, I don't think they have a post office anymore, but anyway, everybody, somebody in Lukenbach. That's what they say. The Neil Cochran House in Austin, the city of San Marcos, Stonehenge 2, which we talked about in a previous podcast. So you can go see Stonehenge number two out there in Ingram, Texas. The Janie Slaughter Briscoe Grand Opera House in Uvalde, which I believe Uvalde is uh, the hometown of Tommy Lee Jones. Pretty sure that's Uvalde. Might be Utopia, but I think it's Uvalde. And then the Landmark Inn State Historic Site in Castroville. So all cool stuff, and I've spent a fair amount of time in that region too. Um, love the hill country. Love everything about it. And uh, so yeah, go check it out. That's a great, great area. Number eight, we're going to move on to the Texas Forest Trail region. And here's what they have to say. It's where history and culture come naturally. Texas heritage is everywhere. From historic downtowns with unique shops, restored Victorian buildings, museums, and monuments, to state historic sites, railroads, sawmill towns, and oil boom towns, the Forest Trail region was the gateway to Texas for Caddo Indians, Spanish and French explorers, Anglo pioneers, European immigrants, and enslaved and freed African Americans. Shadows of the early Caddo and Spanish occupation linger, and the stories of Texas's emergence from the wilderness to a great state unfold in the region's numerous towns, many among the state's oldest. The region encompasses great stories of boom and bust in the oil and timber, the early rebellion leading to the Texas Revolution, the El Camino Real de los Tejas, and the mystery and manners you'd expect from the lush, sweet spot between the Old South and the Wild West. Sites in the region include, and there are a bunch of them, but sites in this region include the Star Family Home State Historic Site in Marshall, Mission Dolores State Historic Site in San Augustine, the Sabine Pass Battleground State Historic Site in Port Arthur, Caddo Mounds State Historic Site in Alto, the Alabama Cushata Tribe of Texas, one of the few Native American tribes based in Texas, which is in Livingston. This has also been in my podcast before. The Alamo Mission Museum of Franklin County in Mount Vernon, the American Freedom Museum in Bullard, Angelina National Forest in Zavala, the Athens Scuba Park in Athens, Texas, which I need to check that out, the Atlanta Historical Museum in the Atlanta State Park in Atlanta, Texas, Big Thicket National Preserve in, oh gosh, I don't remember if it's Counts or Kuntz, I don't remember, K-O-U-N-T-Z-E, if you live down in that area, I'm I'm so sorry. I don't remember if it's Counts or Coots or Coots. Um, if you're from that area, shoot me a message. Tell me what an idiot I am. Tell me how to pronounce that. The Caldwell Zoo and Tyler and basically a ton of others. Um, that was only a 
partial listing. There were tons and tons and tons. I'd be here for 30 minutes reading all the stuff that you can do. So the Texas Forest Trails is pretty dang spectacular. So let's bump on to number nine, the Texas Tropical Trail region. As you can imagine, this goes along the Gulf of Mexico. Um, discover the natural, cultural, and historical treasures in the unique and vibrant southern tip of Texas. Located in the state's southernmost region, the Texas Tropical Trail region covers only 20 counties, or 23,000 square miles, and is home to 1.7 million residents. The region boasts a variety of experiences, including diverse cuisine, music, nature, history, culture, and architecture. Historic sites include battlegrounds, architecture, museums, lighthouses, and landmarks. For the adventurous, the region offers beach combing, hiking, hunting, camping, golfing, boating, fishing, and a wide variety of other water sports. Nature's lovers can take in birding, wildlife preserves, ranches, sanctuaries, and wetlands. And so the sites in this region include the city of Corpus Christi, the Fort McIntosh uh, Historic District in Laredo, <clears throat> the King Ranch Museum in Kingsville, Laguna Atascosa National Wildlife Refuge in Los Fresnos, the city of Laredo, the Port Isabel Lighthouse State Historic Site in Port Isabel, Rio Grande City Downtown Historic District in none other than Rio Grande City, South Padre Island, and the World Birding Center slash Resaca de la Palma State Park in Brownsville. Pretty cool stuff. There's some interesting places down there. Last but not least, number 10 on our list is the Texas Brazos Trail region. Experience the charm and heritage of this central Texas region through museums, historic sites, courthouses, festivals, and more. The Texas Brazos Trail region is an 18-county area of central Texas. It is part, of course, the 10-region Heritage Trails Program of the Texas Historical Commission. Although a driving trail is marked out on the map, visitors are encouraged to travel the entire region experiencing the charm and heritage of this mainly rural area of the state, and it is. Visitors to the region can explore state parks, visit a presidential library, sample some of Texas's best barbecue, which I think um, in this region some of the Chambers of Commerce's got together and actually did the Texas Barbecue Trail, which I love. <laughs> I, I love barbecue. Um, let's see. So state parks, um, presidential libraries, sample some of Texas's best barbecue, or, or enjoy one of the many local festivals and events, which they do have a lot. The region is filled with historic towns, unique downtown shops, museums, beautifully preserved homes, and so much more. So sites there include Bryan College Station, uh, where Texas A&M is, Fort Parker State Park in Mejia, 
And just in case you're looking it up, it's not spelled how it sounds. Mejia is actually M-E-X-I-A. Most folks think it's pronounced Mexia. It's actually Mejia. The city of Waco. So if you uh, follow Chip and Joanna Gaines, you've probably heard about Waco. Um, the city of Elgin. The Brazos Valley African American Museum in Bryan. The Rockney Museum in Rockney, Texas. Westphalia Rural Historical District in Westphalia. The Museum of the American GI in College Station. And the Milam County El Camino de los Tejas sites in Rockdale. So there's a whole bunch of cool stuff. So there you go. Part two of the Texas Trails regions. You need to get on and check them out. I think the website is uh, texastimetravel.com. Um, really enlightening. It's just really cool stuff. So there you go. What do y'all think? Let me know what other kind of weird or off the wall or interesting stuff you want to hear about Texas history. If you know of some, let me know. I need help. Um, some of this I get from friends a lot of it I just come up with on my own so uh, anyway let me know shoot me a message find me on Facebook uh, look me up on themichaelmitchell.com you can find my telephone number there anyway I want to thank our sponsors again me and American Mortgage Company keep in mind if you know someone moving to or in Texas or Oklahoma since I'm licensed there now send them my way to themichaelmitchell.com, T-H-E, michaelmitchell.com. And remember, I sell dreams, not mortgages. So there you go. Um, don't forget, go check out Your Bucket List, which is my other Facebook group, which I'm going to be firing off, uh, hopefully in January time frame. That is not a Texas-only thing. That is anybody in the United States, or really the world for that fact, just trying to build that group up. Um, it, the, the whole idea came about with helping people check things off of their bucket list. Um, not, you know, not with like money, but more for, uh, you know, just uh, connections. Putting people together. It's got a picture on it that's a map and there's a compass sitting on it. So y'all look for it. Your bucket list, Y-O-U-R bucket list. Look me up on Once Upon a Time in Texas Facebook page and group. Um, if you do a little looking and you're interested in mortgages, you want to reach out through Facebook. I am on Facebook. Um, you can find me at Michael Mitchell, and then it has my NMLS number and American Mortgage Company. So, anyway, thank y'all for tuning in to episode number 41 of Once Upon a Time in Texas. So, as always, y'all remember the stars at night are big and bright deep in the heart of Texas. Y'all have a great week.